Hey, I'm Chris Cooper. I took a 200-word blog and built a $25 million mentorship company from it. It wasn't easy, and I had to learn some huge and expensive lessons along the way. But now I'm sharing those lessons with other business coaches and mentors and high-level entrepreneurs in this podcast. Want to chat with me? Go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there. If you want to succeed in business, you're going to have to make a lot of mistakes. That's true, but it's not the mistakes themselves that matter. I'm Chris Cooper. This is Business is Good. And I'm here to tell you that many business owners make lots of mistakes and don't survive them. In fact, that's true for the majority of small businesses. They make pricing mistakes. They order too much inventory or they shoot for the moon with their restaurant design or their gym equipment. And then they run out of money and it kills their business. The more fragile your business, the more impact a single mistake can make. In a book that I wrote for gym owners, Start a Gym, I wrote that every mistake made at startup requires at least six months to correct. And sadly, many gyms can't survive long enough to fix their mistakes after they make them. So the key to success isn't making mistakes, it's learning from mistakes and never repeating the same mistakes twice. The US military calls this the OODA loop. And in previous articles on businessisgood.com, I've referred to this as the audit cycle. Business schools call it the evaluation process. My seventh grade science teacher called it the scientific method. And my high school science teacher called it evidence-based decision-making. It goes like this. First, you try something, one thing at a time. Then you measure the result. And then you compare that result against previous results. If the result is better, you keep doing the new thing. If the result is worse, you stop and go back to what you were doing. Of course, this system only works if you're measuring the results of the stuff that you do. So if you try something, like running Instagram ads, and you get 10 new leads, then you don't really know if the advertising was successful until you compare it to something else. Did you get 10 new leads without the ads last month? Could you have earned 20 new leads if you'd done the same ads on Facebook instead? Would you have earned 20 leads with a different ad on Instagram? Would you have earned 20 leads if you doubled your ad spend with the same ads on the same platform. You don't know yet, but measuring the efficacy of the first ad means you have a baseline to compare against. So the next month you can change one of those variables that I just mentioned and measure it against your baseline, which is 10 leads. And this is how science works. This is the process of empiricism on which empires are built. Now let's apply this to making mistakes. Let's say that you have people coming into your shop, but they're not signing up for your service. First, are your prices too high? You don't know. Does your service not solve their problem? I don't know. Did you not explain your service in a way that evokes value? Maybe. Did your advertising attract the wrong people? Yeah, that could be. Your hypothesis might be that your prices are too high, but you don't know if that's true until you measure because your first attempt at pricing your service was a straight up guess. So here's what you do. First, you measure your close rate at the current prices that you have. Right? How many people came in and how many of those signed up? Then you look at the variables that you can control. Your price, your advertising, your sales process, and your sales skill. And then you choose one of those and only one of those variables to change. Since changing your prices carries the largest risk if you're wrong, you know, you're like you're underpriced, and if you're right, then you have a different problem. So since the changing your prices carries the biggest risk, you change your sales process. So you try a new sales process for the next 10 leads and you measure the change. 
If you sold more of your service with the same prices in a different process, then great. You keep the new sales process going. It wasn't your prices that were the problem. And then you do a new test. So the next test might be upgrading your sales skills. You work on those and you track the results over the next two months. Did your sales improve? And this is how empiricism works. This is how science works. This is why good business is a science, not an art. Real business experience has little to do with how much time an entrepreneur has spent owning a business and everything to do with how many mistakes they have corrected. The biggest challenge in entrepreneurship isn't that our first decisions are guesses. Of course they're guesses, and most of our guesses will be wrong. We're going to make mistakes. But what kills businesses is when entrepreneurs compound their guesses and thereby compound their mistakes. So for example, many gym owners will tell the mentors in our practice, I can't charge that much for our coaching service. And then when we ask them, what else have you tried? The answer is usually nothing. That's just what I tried. That's what everybody else in town is charging. So maybe they could charge more, maybe they couldn't, but they don't know because they've never tried anything else. Or maybe they tried raising their prices and fewer people signed up, but was the mistake in the pricing or was it something else? Well, they're not sure, right? And, and they're layering a guess on top of a guess. They took a guess, it went wrong, and now they're guessing why it went wrong. Now, I'm absolutely guilty of this. As a new entrepreneur, I was overconfident in my guesses. I thought I was just smart enough to guess right most of the time, which was wrong, and hardworking enough to just grind through my mistakes, also wrong. As I've matured, I've come to see every decision that I make through an empirical lens. We're gonna try this, we're gonna measure the outcome. If it works, we'll commit to doing it until we find something better. If it doesn't work, we'll go back to the old way. But we're not gonna commit to doing this forever. Not only has this process grown my businesses exponentially, but it's also removed the stress from making decisions because every decision is just the next experiment. The best part about taking an empirical approach is that your stress drops immensely because you're no longer making these forever decisions. You're testing. I'm comfortable with change because I have a feedback loop like this in place. Not all my decisions are good, but the good ones pull me forward and the bad ones don't drag me backward for very long. I'm sure you've heard this. You don't win or lose, you win or learn. I've heard that one many, many times before. And it's the learning, the evaluation, the measurement, and then the future growth that's the key to long-term success. I'm Chris Cooper. This is Business is Good. And this, if this episode helps you, go to businessisgood.com and click Find a Mentor or join the movement and you will be helped either way. Thanks for listening to Business is Good. If you'd like to chat about this episode or the blog posts or podcasts that I put on the Business is Good site, just go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there.